0: hello welcome to the physique master podcast this is scott tuzna along with brian cron we are wrapping up 2016 here getting ready for 2017 come january 2nd i'm going to be entering into a cutting phase as are i'm sure many many of our listeners out there Um, so today i think i'd uh, like to take an opportunity to kind of share how i'm preparing for that cutting phase i'm actually going through a pre-diet stage right here pre-cutting phase stage Uh, We're really, really kind of setting the tone, get myself ready for success in that new year. Uh, Where in the past, I've done what a lot of other people I'm sure are already doing right now, which is knowing that you're going to be cutting come January and you just fucking go balls out. And you're like, all right, during the holidays, I'm just letting loose. I'm going to enjoy this holiday season as much as I can, knowing that I'm going to be starving myself in the new year. (laughs) I've been through that and going through that just i find yeah. I find that usually sets me up it takes a lot longer for me to to get that engine revving there and really catch my groove, so I figure I'd catch my groove now before hitting in there, and I'm kind of share what's uh, uh-huh. what's going on,
1: yeah, that's a great idea, man, and what you said earlier about how a lot of people kind of go oh it's two weeks till January I'll just eat whatever right now and get it get it out of my system that's right say, yeah, not. I'd much rather people just say, okay, I'm just gonna not really think about think about anything. I'll just kinda eat whatever. As opposed to aggressively trying to eat <laughs> yeah. shit. You know. Yeah. Um, but that's good, a pre-diet. Now that's that's interesting.
0: It really ties into it's perfect timing for me, because I, yeah. I have been on a on a muscle building phase. It was a sixteen-week right. muscle building phase where the last four weeks uh, were meant to be at maintenance. So okay. I've just been kind of holding at, at maintenance here for the past two weeks. I have two more weeks at maintenance. And I just, I, I really realized that during the building phase, I wasn't eating the best quality food. Okay. So um, if I was to kind of take that mindset like everyone else, I just, fuck, I'd, like you said, just use this opportunity, just gorge yourself, just for, and pay yeah. out like crazy, be, be gluttonous, get it out of my system. Uh, man, that would just set me up for, for a lot of trouble, a lot of issues, and a lot more cravings down the road. So I'm like, fuck, better for me to try to clean things up right now while I'm still at maintenance level calories. I'm still feeling energized and everything. And um, I think the biggest thing I noticed is that as soon as I started eating those nutrient-rich foods, um, getting back to that structured eating. So eating a lot yeah. of the same foods. So the first thing I thought of was, all right, well, let's start eliminating a lot of the junk that I'm eating here, yeah. um, and as soon as I started eating those nutrient-rich foods, immediately I felt a lot more energized. Um, I was performing better in the gym. I was sleeping better. Just all in all, feeling better, just from eating better, cleaner foods. And
1: So what you're saying is like your pre-diet is essentially, isn't so much a reduction in calories as it is basically just kind of cleaning up, and I know some people hate that word, but cleaning up your diet and just getting back into a structure? <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. And and I know you've mentioned it in the past when Mm -hmm. we talked about the cutting thing. That's that's Oftentimes, that's the first thing you have your clients do. And and oftentimes, they'll lose weight right away just by cleaning up, just eating good, healthy foods there. Um, It is a reduction in calories because I'm at maintenance. So um, I was in a surplus. Um, So getting down to to maintenance level calories kind of – it is it's a cut in calories but it's still my body i don't feel like i'm in a deficit i feel very good so um in addition to eating those whole natural foods quality nutrient rich foods i got back to the structured meals and that always works for me in a cutting phase having um i'm a creature habit when i'm eating certain meals the first two to three meals a day always the same and they're meals that i really freaking enjoy so i'm like well, shit, I'm going to eat, start eating those same meals right now, but I get to eat them in a larger quantity than what I normally eat them in the cutting phase. So at least I'm getting used to eating those same nutrient-rich meals. Um, yeah. And come January 2nd, I'll just be eating those same meals, just a little less yeah. of them. So there's going to be less changes that I'm going to have to make come January 2nd. I'm going to kind of be yeah. in that lifestyle mode. I'm like, all right, just reduce the calories that I'm consuming, but eat a lot of the same yeah. foods.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, so wise. I mean, that's one of the, again, one of the first things I try to instill in people I work with is, you know, get into a structure and get into something that, you know, a sustainable pattern that you can repeat day in, day out, because that's when, like, that's kind of when the magic happens, man. Like, you start to really, your body kind of settles down and you get to, you know, assess your, your, your cues, like whether you're eating enough. You don't seem to, you know, all of a sudden hunger seems to be a lot more tolerable when you're in a nice kind of consistent meal pattern and mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah that's it's such a low-hanging fruit that more people for whatever reason don't do just like yeah. just the value of a structure even if it is you know gosh a meal plan you know <laughs> you know it works so yeah. okay it, awesome
0: I can, it, yeah. it certainly takes a lot of the stress out of it it makes it mindless exactly in a exactly. good way like i know i know what i'm gonna have for breakfast tomorrow it's just it's yeah. simple i just it's, it's I've become a creature of habit it's effortless and it's foods that I actually freaking enjoy too. So it's it, it it just all in all, less stress, feeling good about the whole process yeah. there. Yeah, structure
1: leads to freedom, man. I, yeah,
0: definitely, yeah. definitely. So that's first two steps. I mean, it's kind of it's getting me used to reducing calories a little bit because I reduced it to maintenance, uh, clean yeah. it up to so quality nutrient-rich foods, and then structured meals, which was kind of yeah. what I was lacking during the building phase. So kind of yeah. setting those yeah. things up. And with the holidays coming up, like – hell yeah, I'm going to enjoy Christmas and eating with my family. Um, so I'm kind of looking at these opportunities as, like during a cutting phase, I do like to have refeeds. I do like to bump up my calories uh, once a week. And yeah. so I'm going to kind of treat these as, all right, the, the, the issue that I had in the past in cutting phases is that usually it takes me a little while to get rolling is that I have these refeeds and I overdo it. I I (laughs) freaking I I, I do what the young kids do, and and (laughs) all those young teenage bodybuilders, and they're like the the record, the epic cheat days. I can't do an epic cheat day. I'll I'll never recover from that. It takes a long time. So I'm just with the holidays. I'm going to enjoy myself, um, but I'm not going to be gluttonous. I'm not going to be stupid with it. So just kind of trying to learn from those experiences. I'll, I'll be really I'll be good during the week. Consume my structured meals, and then. Have a little fun, let a little loose um, during the holidays. Enjoy the holidays, but not not yeah. to not go so overboard where I feel guilty or uncomfortable yeah. uh, afterwards. I, I know I don't need to get to that point to enjoy myself.
1: Yeah, and a lot of that that overeating that can occur after, like after a cheat meal. Like you know how that some people just can't put the brakes on it. Right. Um, often it's because they are you know, they're so stressed, like the diet they're following 90% of the time is so stressful for them, whether it's like, it's not structured enough and they feel that like they're always like looking at their food tracker, trying to figure out what they can fit in, or it's just really, really a bland diet that they hate eating. So then when they get this, this little reprieve, um, they take it too far. Right. You know, so, whereas if you're kind of enjoying and you're in a, you're in a almost, I hate to use the word zen, but you're in also like, like a zen-like state where you're just eating kind of the same things every day and you're, you know, it's you're not overly hungry, you're not overly full, it's kind of monotonous, but it's whatever. Um, then all of a sudden, when you get these end of the week treat days or whatever, it's not such a big deal. Like, you eat your fill and it's like, okay, that was great, and you move right. on, you know. Exactly. So,
0: yeah, and you kind of touched on a bit of a point there. Um, just tracking things, some people get a little bit too rigid with things, and that just adds some stress in there. Oh. I'm all for tracking. Especially yeah. for new people, there, there's a time and a place. Certainly, a time and a place to track. Um, me being experienced and having gone through this cutting phase, I, I basically know portion sizes and foods. If I eat, if I eat the way I've always eaten in the cutting phases before, I, I basically know I'm going to lose 1.4 pounds a week. It, it happens every freaking time. So in yeah. my head, I already I already know that's gonna it's gonna happen. So I really don't have to. I'm not going to be tracking. But that's also the beauty of doing this little pre-diet experience here is that I'm eating a lot of the same meals that I'm going to be eating come January 2nd, and all I know is I'm just going to have to reduce the quantities a bit. So it's just, it's total portion control. It's not, I'm not going to be weighing it and entering it in my track. I'm like, all right, these are, I've been eating these meals every day for the past few weeks. I've been maintaining my weight. So if I just reduce the... The quantities for some of these meals. I know I'm going to progress, so I should be able to ride that out through most of this cutting phase without having to track anything. Mm-hmm. Now, if I do hit a plateau, then that's where I'll start doing some more yeah, serious yeah. tracking.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, tracking is wonderful, especially for the really uninitiated, because they make all these these aha moments, like they're like, oh my gosh, there's a thousand calories in that you know, take out breakfast I got from Starbucks, you know, I thought it'd be, you know, and they, they start figuring it out and they have all these light bulb moments like, wow, I, you know, that's where all my calories are coming from. But, um, so that's where I, where I love the practice. But, uh, yeah, like as a way of traveling, I mean, it, I'm much more, yeah, I'd much rather see people just kind of clean up their diets and just build their diets around whole natural foods that kind of nourish them and, you know, make me feel satiated. Right. Um, you know, as opposed to always like scrambling. What? Where what, what can I fit in? Oh, I got 18 grams of carbs left. You know, what's it like that kind of shit. Right. Um, but it, yeah, no, that's. But it absolutely, tracking is super valuable, especially when you're at, a, at a plateau. I mean, it's the first thing you got to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Is is step back and go, okay, what am I really eating? And that's where tracking comes in really, really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited that I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have to pull out. A yeah. Calculator or anything like that. It should be good. I mean, I say like I'm going to be creating a deficit. I can say like roughly, I have a good idea that my caloric intake is going to be approximately 1,800 calories, 1,700 calories, um, just because I'm I've I've gone through it in the past. I've I've tracked these meals that I'm going to be eating, and I and I have a good idea of what's in them. But I'm not mm-hmm. going to be obsessing over yeah. exact numbers, exact macros, and anything. I'm just I will just exercise portion control.
1: Yeah. Okay so then you're going to so you're going to do this pre-diet and then then you're going to do like your actual diet diet. You know? Yes. All right. So the actual diet diet that's when you're going to like step it up a bit and
0: yeah, yeah. So I will be reducing the quantities. So that's okay, uh, okay. that's n- yeah. number one is yeah, maintenance for me right now is is roughly between 2,400, 2,500 calories. Again, I'm not tracking just based on foods that I've eaten. I kind of know these meals. So I'll be reducing it from 24 to 2,500 down to 17 to 1,800 uh, and allowing myself one refeed a week that'll probably be just below maintenance level calories or up to maintenance level calories but not going over. And again, it's going to be ballpark. This is total ballpark yeah. and just kind of, Allowing myself to enjoy some certain foods with the guys. I go out Friday night. So that's usually my cheat. My repeat yeah. days out with the guys Friday night. And I'll let loose a little bit but still keep it under control uh, and then get right back at it. And I, I just want this to last eight weeks. That's that's my goal. I want to keep this nice, short and sweet. This this muscle building phase has been 16 weeks. I've enjoyed it. I want to push my next muscle building phase even longer so um, it's really interesting because cutting phases in the past I've kind of always had some sort of target in mind like an event last time was coming out to see you Uh, might be a vacation it might be a photo shoot this time I don't have any event tied to my goal the biggest thing playing on my mind is that I am I'm stoked get back into building muscle again so i i do not want this to last any longer than eight weeks i think in the back of my mind i'm thinking okay if i really do need 12 like i don't like having a a hard hard deadline i'm going to give myself a little bit of leeway but really i i can accomplish this in eight weeks and so my 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 goal is to it's a perfect time of year for me right now i got no stresses going on january and february it's like prime time for me so i'm like I do it. I gotta do it during this time, and then get on to building muscle again right after. And I, that excites me more than having any event tied into uh, yeah. my goals and deadlines. I just, I'm really excited about building muscle right now.
1: Yeah, that's very smart. thing you said is that you, you mentioned that. Oh, I don't have anything going on January, February. So like that's, it's very, very insightful. That more people should do that. Like rather than look at the calendar and go, oh, you know, you know, January second, man, it's on. I'm gonna you know, then they realize that they got this work trip and they're going to ski here and do this, like, not that nothing can not be worked around, but you, it's it's always helpful when you align, you know, your, especially things like tiding, uh, if you align it around a, a relatively easy time in your life, I mean, life is never that easy, but you know what I mean? Right. Like, you're, you're going to be going to Africa for three weeks on a safari or something, it's probably not the time to, you know, push at some, you know, a high-level athletic goal, so.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, so props to you, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is a big deal because I I am excited about it. Looking at that calendar and – because, like, for me, September and October were insane. If I was trying to cut during those months, I would have been screwed. I would have been completely screwed. Uh, I would be crying on all these podcasts because there's there's this – it would have been massive struggles. But January and February –
1: So many people don't do that, though. Yeah. Like, they they have this – I don't know, this pretense that they – that oh, I can – Fight through that. I can, well, you probably can, you know, if you, why make life so hard on yourself if you don't have to? Like, it's all of that. I'm a big believer, man, and, and keeping stress to a minimum. So, like, these people who diet aggressively over Christmas time, I think you're, you know, you're out to lunch. I'm like, this is, that's just, <laughs> but yeah, so good. I mean, I, I approve of what you're doing. That's, what it <laughs> that's,
0: that's fantastic. And yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's definitely a struggle. It would be a struggle to diet during the holidays, but being at maintenance feels good. It feels good and knowing I can enjoy myself and yeah. Maintenance is
1: the shit man. We were talking about this. Maintenance is yeah. Maintenance is awesome. I love
0: it. I love it. So yeah. So basically the bottom line is I'm just trying to build those same habits, setting myself up for, for success, not only like structure wise, nutrition wise, quality stuff. um, But just really looking at like in the past, what have been, obstacles and struggles that i faced and and what have set me up for the success the most so just kind of preparing for those ahead of times i know friday nights can be a struggle for me at times out with the guys (laughs) a lot of drinking usually involved and uh, but but it it never used to be that way like i there's been many times where i used to go out with the guys and i wouldn't drink much at all um i'm lucky to have a brother-in-law who enjoys having bringing a veggie tray all the time so veggies and uh, it's amazing how filling they are like seriously and and it's it's good because I find I always do need to look at something you're that guy you're that guy who
1: shows up at the veggie tray you're it's that like guy more and
0: more guys are loving that like we're, we're embracing the veggie tray there's something about it like it's 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 delicious also. with a good dip with a good dip so there's <laughs> lots of lots of calories in the dips but between that and uh, like whiskey <laughs> on the rocks or something just just kind of setting myself up where I Having foods around me and stuff around me that will so, allow me to kind of stay at maintenance. And,
1: so the take-home message is: if you like wake up super hungover the night after a party and you're looking around your house, and all of a sudden you see there's like this big-ass veggie tray sitting there. And you know, oh man, Scott was here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, you're the guy. I'm, I'm the thrilled. guy. I okay. am okay. the guy. But I can yeah. I can devour that veggie tray. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we crush it. We crush crazy <laughs> trades. Crush that shit. <laughs> okay. Hardcore, okay. man. Hardcore. So,
1: so you got the pre-diet, then you're gonna have eight weeks of actual, like, a little more, like, let's say, full-on dieting. And then maybe stretch it to twelve. Yeah. So then now you'd be looking at like January, so like spring.
0: Yeah. Kind of yeah. Thing. Exactly. Exactly. And then well, look at
1: eight. you. You'll, you'll have all your all your fat loss housekeeping done by springtime when everyone else is just like shit i'm fat you're gonna be done
0: yeah
1: how about that
0: dude i'm fucking excited about that i'm really excited about that and so yeah. yeah and that'll be a great time So january february march and just kind of maintain like april yeah. may just kind of hang around that maintenance and then get into some a good nice slow build yeah. and if i take it nice slow and steady it'll take me a while to get to yeah. this level of body fat that I'm at right now compared to this past time. It took me 12 weeks to get here. Man, I think I could push it like 24 weeks to get to where I'm at right now the next time around. And fuck, that'd be awesome, like 24 weeks of, of building and then another four weeks or so of maintaining that weight. I don't know, I'm but did excited you, but, for 2017,
1: man. Okay, but did you notice, and I think we talked about this when you were in the middle of it, because you, you ended your diet and you started on this Building phase, then you know, a few weeks ago or whatever, a few months ago, you weren't terribly happy with your conditioning. You're like, Oh, this sucks. But you stayed the course, and all of a sudden you're you're a little bit more cool with it. Like you're like, Okay, this is yeah, I feel good.
0: I can be happy with this level of yeah. body fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot that goes on, especially for us guys who are so used to dieting all the time. I've spent so much time dieting, so much time trying to be lean. Um it's-
1: that's a big aha moment there, and so many people get torpedoed by that because they diet for a long, long time. They get all lean and everything, and then they say, "Well, now I'm gonna build," and they last maybe a month, and then they realize that you can't, you know, you can't suck and whistle at the same time, man. Like if you're, if you're building, you're building everywhere, and you, you know, you have to learn to accept, you know, a little bit around the waistline. And it seems to always, if your food choices are good, it kind of, yeah, it spikes up at first, then it kind of settles down. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's, and again, that's my personal preference. That's where I love to be, isn't that like, nothing's really changing much. You know, you're just this slow, like maybe your poundages are going up a bit in the gym, but like that's, yeah, that's, that's a great time in training. It's not so up and down. So I'm glad yeah, yeah. you were able to get over that.
0: Uh, it was a big growing moment. Yeah. But I feel, I do really feel like I've grown over the past couple of weeks, um, especially at this maintenance level. Because I did, I did notice that as soon as I dropped to maintenance, I, I don't i don't look quite as bloated as i i did in that surplus like i, I look good like i look good and there's and there, there's just a lot of body I, i'm just more yeah. accepting of yeah. of my body here and i think um so i can i know i can be happy here especially if it takes longer to get here and i think that's the yeah. problem that's happened to me in the past um where i listen to advice from guys that don't, don't be afraid to to lose your abs and i Oh, fucking great. All right. And then you start pigging out and next time your abs are gone in in two to three weeks and you're like, oh shit, now I got to cut. And so I've fallen victim to that in the past where definitely cutting the building phase a lot shorter because I'm, I got to this point of kind of unhappy with where I'm at Mm -hmm. way too quickly. So now I, I like where I'm at right now. Um, and if it takes longer to get to this point, it just means it's it's a longer period of time where I'm really, really happy. And then just sort of this point where yeah, I'm a little fluffy and I don't have to spend all that much time being where I'm at right now. Um yeah, it's been a it's been a really, really good mm-hmm. mentally growing experience for me. I don't I wouldn't want to get any fatter than I'm at right now, but I can fully embrace where I where I am at, at, at this stage.
1: Yeah, I like I much prefer just hearing someone have kind of a short, relatively strict fat loss phase but a much longer kind of maintenance phase. I mean, because again, that's again, not to beat the dead horse, but that's when things settle down and that's when you really, you know, that's your true physique almost. You know, that's when, you know. Um, so good for you, man. That's, yeah. that's good. Yeah, I hear it. And for me, this, yeah.
0: this was a victory for me, 16 yeah. weeks in a muscle yeah. building phase was Victor for me. That's a, that's a long time for without pulling the shoot. So, and that has me way more excited to extend it even longer. What can I do next year to extend this building phase even longer? So I've really learned a lot from this building phase. I'll definitely be eating more, sticking with the structured nutrition and quality foods with uh you know you pick and choose your your times to let loose as well have some fun live life yep. but um it'll be a much more structured approach next building phase and it'll be stretched out a lot longer a little yeah. slower and steady a lot more embracing the maintenance portion of it all yeah. um, so that's that has been uh yeah a lot a lot of growth yeah. it's yeah, i always find i learn a lot during the during the fat loss phases because there's a lot of mental challenges to overcome during that, but you don't realize Uh the the mental victories you can achieve during a building phase
1: as well. Oh, totally. If you can, yeah, exactly. Everyone always talks about, oh, I learned so much during my diet. I learned so much about myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learned how to follow a plan and, you know, not, you know, just push away your urges to eat. But it's this, it's, if you can handle being in maintenance where you don't have a clearly defined goal in one direction or the other, but you can still kind of, Make progress and not, you know, not pull the chute as you said and, and go off in some other direction and just kind of own it and settle in and like, because that's a true bodybuilding lifestyle in my opinion. It's like when you're, it's just a part of your DNA and you're still able to do all this other shit, whether it's like your family or your job or your hobbies, and you're still like you're hitting your workouts and you're eating properly and you're making slow and steady gains. Like that's, that's bodybuilding. Yeah. And that's and that's why I always kind of thumb my nose at these arguments, like. Oh, you're not a bodybuilder unless you stand on stage and compete. And I'm like, well, I think you're. That's semantics, man. I mean, I think if you're, if every, you know, if, if your, your daily life is set has this training component, and you're watching what you eat, and you have this eye on a goal, but it's not, you're not obsessing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still very, to me, that's bodybuilding. Hundred yeah. percent. Totally agree. Totally agree. Dope, man! Listen to you. Awesome. You're all, you learning here.
0: <laughs> it is. It, 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 you know, that's that's the beauty of this. The, the constant learning, learning through experience, uh, and sharing, sh- sharing the journey with others, picking other people's brains, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. And uh, certainly, the accountability group setting, where you hear other people yeah. going through the same stuff, has made a big difference. Uh, it's it's uh, it's fantastic, man.
1: That's good, man. That's good. How high did you let your weight get to? I, I didn't even get any numbers out of you. Like, what did you top out at? One hundred twenty-six. What was your one hundred? That's right. That's right. Uh,
0: no, right now I'm sitting at one fifty-nine. So, um, okay. almost one sixty. So for me, that's um, is this, about thirteen pounds that. Uh, that I gained perfect
1: Perfect. yeah yeah well well done man yeah so the
0: first like three or four pounds was initial just food volume water glycogen all that stuff and um yeah it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens at the end of this next cutting phase where I sit at there but uh, yeah always always freaking always always learning and always growing so yeah, this is, this is good. Like for me in the past, hitting 160, I've been very uncomfortable with. So yeah. um, pretty pretty good to see that I'm almost there right now and still pretty happy with uh, with what I'm looking uh, looking like at this stage. So
1: yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. A big nice whopping
0: 159 pounds. <laughs> yeah.
1: hey, as long as you're growing, as long as you're improving, that's all that matters. So good yeah. work.
0: Yeah. Good work. Yeah. It's been good. Good, good solid workouts too. My freaking back my back feel oh my god dude today so hitting day 5 from our physique mastery movement uh, december plan and uh, day 5 is dedicated it's just a dedicated back day yeah i know and yeah it's time <laughs> on it and it's nasty so i had to i didn't realize how sore i was this morning i'm like you normally really sometimes back don't yeah. feel until you do something same thing with chest you do not realize your chest is sore till like have to reach for something You're like oh frick I don't yeah. know my pecs are sore today i had to change the light bulb so as soon as I reached up and I had to turn turn the little screw to take it, my back was just in agony. I was in tears. It was just uh, it was torturous. My my back hasn't been that sore in ages. It's been yeah. a solid plan, solid solid plan. Loving it. That's
1: that's good, man. Another satisfied customer. Here we go.
0: <laughs> exactly. Great. Right All right, man. So yes, hopefully people gain some some little some value from today's conversation. Pre dieting, kind of setting the stage for success. So. You know that you're going to be cutting in the near future. Spend some time getting yourself ready ahead of time. And it just, it's going to make the transition so much easier. Getting all your ducks in a row when you're not in a deficit. You're thinking clearly. You're still feeling really energized. And it's just its just a simple, easy transition. I'm looking forward to getting there. Still enjoying the holidays and all that fun stuff in the process. So hopefully you learned some value from that. I enjoyed talking about it. I'm freaking fired up. we'll catch you guys next time see ya